0: teach, inspire, and empower immigrants to maximize their lives regardless of their immigration status. And that's exactly what we're going to do here. I am your immigration lawyer and host, Otis Landerholm, and this is the Empowered Immigrant Podcast. So to start this, I wanted to just share a story, all right? Um, So I have never been arrested I've never I've never been arrested. I don't know what that is like. Okay? But I have been detained once. And we could talk about the difference between an arrest and and being detained. I was stopped by the police. I was searched, okay? I was questioned, I was interrogated. And at the time I was an immigrant living in Japan. Okay? And I remember being scared as this was happening. I was like, are they going to take away my visa? I was there as a, uh, on a visitor visa. I was working in Japan. Okay. I was like, oh, man, you know, I was, I was a young kid. I was like 22, I think. I was like, what are my parents going to think, you know, if I get, I'm going to get deported from Japan, I was like, what is going to happen to me? They had accused me of stealing a bicycle. <laughs> that, was the, that was the issue, which I didn't steal, by the way. But who knows, right? Maybe the kid that I had bought it from had stolen it. I don't know. But that they were alleging, they were like looking it up. Oh, they received a report from somebody, you know, it matched the description of my bicycle that that bicycle had been stolen. And so I was, like, very, very nervous. And thankfully, thankfully, right, after interviewing me and taking down my passport information and my phone number and my address, the police officer let me go, right, apparently deciding that he didn't have enough evidence against me to make a full arrest, right? I was never fingerprinted. I was never put behind bars at all, okay? and 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 that was it right it was it was nothing it was nothing yet I still remember it a stranger in a strange country accused of doing something I hadn't done and it was scary and my question for you is have you ever been in the situation like that have you ever been detained by the police have you ever actually been arrested have you gone through a criminal process like, scary, right? Kind of terrifying. They can take away your liberty, right? And so um, so what do we want to say about all that? To talk about the law, it's like there's a difference, and I, I just need to be clear about this because many people are not clear about it. The immigration process and the criminal process are two different processes, all right. But they can affect each other. But they are they are uh, they are different processes. So, for example, just because a person is convicted of a crime does not mean that that person will automatically be deported, all right, and Just because a person is found innocent of a crime doesn't mean that there aren't immigration violations that can still cause a deportation. They are separate processes. Got it? A client comes in and says, hey, lawyer, why are they deporting me? They dropped all the charges. Why are they still deporting me? They dropped all the charges. And I say, yeah, you're correct and you and we can be grateful that they dropped the criminal charges but we still have immigration charges to fight oh they're two different cases another client comes in and says I've got a green card but they've charged me with a crime what's gonna happen to me and there I say good good for you I'm glad you're asking this now before, right? Before you've taken any plea deal at the beginning of the process, right? Because at this stage, if you've just started this process, you've got your green card, they've charged you, but no conviction yet, right? No plea deal yet. That's where we can really work together together with a criminal defense attorney and help you maximize your chances of keeping your green card, keeping your visa, whatever it is, or if you're undocumented, of keeping your eligibility so that you can apply for immigration benefits and avoid your deportation, right? And that's that's part of our job. That's part of our job. That's part, part of what we're here to do, okay? Help you navigate other legal processes in a way that protects your immigration future, okay? That's what a good, a good immigration lawyer can help you do that. So when, when a person is facing criminal accusations, criminal charges, right? If you read the documents, sometimes you read them and you're like, oh man, my head is spinning, right? But when you read them, It's like, okay, I'm being charged with count number one, this code section, and what they're saying. Count number two, this code section, separate code section, and what they're saying. Count number three, this. Count number four, this. All of them sound super scary, right? And it's like, what do you do? Each one of those counts, each one of those separate allegations, you know, will have separate immigration consequences. It's not all just one, oh, they're charging me with robbery. No, it's not that, all right? They're charging you with one count of residential burglary and one count of you know, uh, first-degree robbery and one count of, you know I don't know, assault, right? If there was like a, a force or fear involved, I mean, whatever. They could charge all kinds of things right? And each one of those counts might have, and probably will have, separate immigration consequences. And so you got to be aware of that. Some of those counts, like imagine one of them might be waivable under immigration law, right? For example, a 212-H waiver can waive crimes. Look it up. Immigration Nationality Act section 212-H, All right? It can waive crimes in certain instances, so that's a good thing, right? One of those counts, though, it might not it, it, it might not be waivable. One of the counts, it might not be waivable, and additionally, it might prohibit you from seeking asylum, from seeking cancellation of removal, from seeking certain other benefits. Aggravated felonies, for example, will make you additionally subject to mandatory detention by immigration. Like, sometimes the consequences can be very severe depending on which count, which charge, which code section is listed there. And other counts, other of those charges, might not have any immigration consequences at all. They might not make you deportable. They might be just completely nothing to worry about. All right? Alex, I see you. Hello. Sheena, hello. I see you there. Alec B., I see you there. You say, I appreciate all the information. I appreciate you. Thank you. Thanks to everybody for tuning in and welcome. All right, we're talking about immigration and crimes. We're talking about immigration and crimes. Have you ever ever faced charges in a criminal process? And it's like, whoa, how's this going to affect my immigration future? And yeah, good question. Good question. That is the right question. Okay? And so what my office does, what a what a good immigration lawyer can do, all right? Is we write a report. We in our in our office we call it the criminal consequences report. But we write it, hey, dear judge, dear public defender, dear district attorney, right? Our office represents our client who is currently facing these pending charges, counts one, count two, count three, count four, under these code sections, and I as their lawyer want to fully explain the consequences of a conviction under each of those charges as to what it would mean for the client's immigration status right now and for the client's immigration future. What would the consequences of accepting a plea deal or taking a conviction, right? Of pleading no contest, right? The meaning I did it, right? I'm not going to contest these charges. Those things, I mean, so a- anyway, so our criminal consequences report is just that. Like, let's clarify, let's explain clearly. Don't, don't plead guilty or no contest to counts one, counts two, counts three, count four would be okay because it doesn't have immigration consequences. Or maybe if there's a count five, right? Count five is okay because even though there are immigration consequences, you can at least request a waiver of that type of count, that type of case in your specific circumstances. You got to talk to a lawyer about those things so that we can help you navigate it. Okay? Bottom line is that if you're an immigrant who's facing allegations, faces ch- facing charges, my best advice, my best advice, if you were my spouse, if you were my parent, if you were my child, all right? If you were my brother or sister and you're facing Allegations as an immigrant in the United States, my best advice is to not only work with a criminal defense attorney. In addition to a criminal defense attorney, also work with an immigration attorney. All right? Because they are two separate processes, and you want an expert who can give you expert advice. as to how to navigate both processes, all right? That way, working together, we can maximize your chances of being allowed to stay in the United States, okay? And with your family and, you know, and for the plans that you have for your future. That's really what I wanted to share today. Got it? Got it? So that's it. All right, that's it. Are there any questions? You know, I don't... um, uh, Alec B., I see you. Thank you. I'll be starting my process in USCIS. I'll call your office for a consultation. Hey, Alec, thank you so much. We'd love it. We'd love it. Um, I I haven't received any questions today. If you have one, send it in. Uh, Mr. Tusk, good day, attorney. All right. Mia Jasu, 1970, thank you. Thank you for the info. I see you, say, I see you there. So, um, you know, thank you. Thank you for being here. I really appreciate your being here. Um, it's a cold, wet day, rainy outside here in the Bay Area. And, uh, you know, I appreciate your spending some time with me this morning. If this was at all useful, please give us a thumbs up. Subscribe to our channel. We love that, right? We love that. That's, that means something to me. All right, so I, I'd really appreciate it if you did that. Um, if you do still have a question, send it in. I'd love to answer it in the future to see those. Um, if you subscribe to our channel on YouTube and then hit the notifications bell, you'll be notified when we upload additional videos. All right? Um, and as always, and Alec B., you said it here, um, if you have an immigration case, you know, we're here to help. Give us a call. We're here to help. We're happy to help. We would love to help. Okay. So that's it, everybody. Thank you all so much for being here. We'll start at 1030 uh, in Spanish. So join us then if you want to. And, And thanks a lot. Take care, everybody. We'll see you next time on our next episode of Deportation Defense Live. I am your host, Otis Landerholm, Landerholm Immigration APC, where we fight for your American dream. Thanks a lot. Take care.